Yeah, hi Anshuman, how are you doing? Yeah, hi Mohit, I'm doing great. All right, great. Yeah. So before we start, uh, you know, I'll set the context and pace of the session. Sure. So today we'll be talking about how to achieve zero mechanical breakdown yeah. in a uh, manufacturing facility. And yeah. uh, for all the audience today, we have Mr. Anshuman, who is founder of uh, Minimac. So before we start, uh, I personally am curious to know more about your journey and if you can shed some light uh, over there, it will be great. So how you started your form and from from uh, where did the idea come actually? Right, right. Thank you so much, Mohit, for connecting me today on this uh, topic of zero mechanical breakdown. Certainly, it looks like a dream for all and uh, in any machinery which we have in the industry uh, as maintenance engineers and reliability professionals, uh, getting a zero mechanical breakdown is something, you know, it's like a European dream. <clears throat> I mean, I can say very easily that not even in uh, European or American markets where they, they have much more development in terms of industry uh, reliability and maintenance activities. Even there, uh, people dare to say this statement, zero mechanical breakdowns. But okay. yes, when I started off my journey as an entrepreneur, uh, the first thing I had in my mind was about maintenance problems, expenses, and all the concerns around uh, maintenance of equipment. So uh, some background of myself, I'm an engineer from IIT ISM Dhanbad. I am a 2005 graduate from there. And uh, <clears throat> my majors was in mining machineries. <clears throat> this is a very unique branch where, you know, you have a combination of multiple subjects of various engineering branches for example mechanical engineering mining engineering electrical engineering and so on and so forth so we used to see that a lot of uh, pass outs from our branch used to go into maintenance field and that's the place where uh, equipment maintenance came into my genes and thereby we started learning during our excursions to various industries while interacting with our college alumni we could understand that maintenance is a very big area where uh, work needs to be done, especially in, in our Indian industry, where you have capital intensive companies, for example, the mining sector, the power generation sector, steel sector, and so on and so forth. So you have crores and crores worth of assets <clears throat> which are installed in the plant. And these assets are running uh, for the production of your equipment and your plant. <clears throat> but you know, whenever there is a breakdown, the entire production goes on a stall. And thereby, uh, you know, you have to spend on an ad hoc basis, another crore of rupees or maybe more than that to get the machine back into action. And uh, thereby you would be losing a lot of amount while the machine is not in function. You would be spending hell amount of money towards service engineers. And most of the times we used to find that uh, the maintenance professionals are keeping a lot of equipment as standby in their place. So that whenever some ad hoc maintenance breakdown happens, <laughs> they have something in place to replace. Correct. So that's the area where uh, we also had few subjects related to maintenance engineering. And uh, right in my college days, I was uh, very passionate about equipment, especially with regards to lubrication. And that's the place where it all started for me. So post my engineering, I joined a company called Tata Motors in India. And uh, they gave me opportunities to visit various departments during my short stint of one and a half years in Tata Motors. I could get opportunity to work in production, in uh, new product development, also in marketing and sales, a lot of functions. Correct. So I can say that 
my college my institute and uh, my first job at tata motors both of them gave me a platform where i could start thinking about uh, jumping into the entrepreneurial journey so i started off after that and uh, this is my second venture the first venture was uh, related to trading of certain products which were uh, in the same field and then in 2012 i started off uh, or founded this organization minimax systems private limited the key focus since uh, inception was to bring out new technologies cost efficient uh, uh, products and services and offerings which could lead towards uh, zero mechanical breakdown Correct. so products related to reliability related to lubrication improvement contamination control uh, so on and so forth so this is how it all started quite an interesting journey so far and i'm sure uh, you have a long way to go and you are truly truly impacting basically the industry that we have over here uh, so now if you can just give me an overview of the industry so when we talk about manufacturing sector you you uh, you know benchmarked it with europe right so if you can just give me a little bit more understanding as in how the industry looks like in term in india all right and compared to the global markets so right. where we are uh, kind of right so to understand about the industry where we belong to i would like to give an analogy an analogy from the water purification industry okay so mohit uh, i would like to you to recall your childhood do you think during your childhood you used to use a water purifier in your house while you were in schools not not really i guess you are of the same age group like mine yeah yeah i'm uh, plus. no not 30 plus i, I okay. am basically i'm 23 Okay so you are quite young then. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for guessing it wrongly. But uh, even in your childhood you see if you have you haven't used water purifiers and you were not very aware of using mineral water bottles when you travel. So mm-hmm. yes during the last decade or so there has been a huge shift in terms of how the Indian consumers consume water. Right? Today Correct. I don't think any one of us would dare to drink water from some roadside tap. or probably even in our houses we all have the tap water coming into our houses from the municipal system but we don't dare to drink the water directly we always use a water purifier now why has that happened that has happened because there has been a good amount of awareness that got created over the years towards purification of water before you consume it correct so from this analogy you know even our machines uh, by machines i mean to say uh, equipment which are installed in uh, big sectors like mining steel energy power and then oil and gas cement paper and so on and so forth even shipping railways defense all the sectors right we don't leave any sector so all of these sectors the machineries which work there in order to perform the operations to produce their products all these machines utilize an asset called oil industrial oil okay so as a layman you can just take an analogy from our human body while we have blood in our human body which needs to be continuously clean and for that purpose we use a lot of nutritious products we use uh, good fooding habits good hygiene habits to keep our blood pure so in the same fashion your equipment which is installed in your plant even that needs a pure oil because oil like the blood it runs through the entire network of 
pipelines in the machine and that needs to be pure because it is meant to perform certain function and that function would be hampered if your oil is not pure so we are not suppliers of oil first of all right we are not suppliers of oil we are not companies who are making those equipment which are installed in the plants so who are we we are product providers we are service providers we are consultants and we are awareness creators towards what towards better practices of lubrication towards improving the lubricating oil which is circulating through the machines towards identifying those areas which can help them the machine owners or the asset owners to identify what is the condition of that lubricant which is flowing through their machines so you can say we are all in one we are testing the oil we are diagnostic it we are giving solutions for better maintenance of the oil and if in case the oil has gone bad we do have equipment which we sell as well as we have products and services which we give them to improve the condition of that oil which is being circulated in their equipment so i hope as a layman my explanation is well clear to you correct quite comprehensive explanation out there and yeah i am sure that you know it's it's pretty much clear that the work that you perform what is the work that you do how how you are, uh, are different right. or what what is the role that you are playing in the industry right right, right? so in in yeah. short basically we will operate or we will like to sell our products and services in those sectors which have maximum amount of lubricating oil which is circulating in their systems or probably the criticality of the lubricating oil which is circulating in the system is very high very high Correct. so either it is volume of oil or it is criticality of the equipment where the oil is flowing if we meet either of these two conditions we have a business sense making out there correct very true true enough so now now i wonder so there are a lot of challenges which are faced in the manufacturing industry per se right so yeah. if you can highlight what are the biggest challenges that uh, the industry is facing right now uh, as per your understanding so if you talk to me about the current situation that is the pandemic era so when the pandemic was coming in during 2020 initially we were very uh, shocked or unprepared in terms of how we would handle the market especially the indian market but over the period we could see that already the indian market is quite evolved people are accepting various ways of marketing people are accepting webinars for say uh because these were totally absent from our manufacturing sector before pandemic whenever you have to pitch your product you used to get a proper face to face appointment invite where you need to visit the plants pitch your product to a group of people convince them through demonstrations of actual running of the equipment and then probably if you get an opportunity and if you can convince them you make a deal out there during the pandemic all of these options were out so we were quite uh, surprised how to attend these uh, sales pitches but uh, at the same time we could sense that the indian industry is uh, accepting the new ways of marketing very easily so we could do a lot of sales pitches over the webinars so we started certain webinar series for open audience as well as for closed audience 
we started multiple digital initiatives through the through which we could connect to our audience and our target customers and you won't believe it that uh, we have actually done three times our revenue post the pandemic so in our case if you see what are the basic challenges the biggest challenges for us is the turnaround time from the day you pitch your product or service till the day you actually earn revenue out of it because it's a capital good it takes certain time to get uh, budget approved to get the concurrence of the entire team members to get the product qualification and validation from that team and then you can actually make and say make a sale out there so the tat is long correct that's the only challenge which we face so in order to work around that tat we do have to build our resources team members and the entire strategy has to be built according to that correct correct true enough so now now uh, we touched upon my next question uh, uh, before some time but although i would like to uh, ask it over here so what what uh, exactly is the impact of mechanical breakdown in the factory and and so you know uh, one one uh, kpi or the key performance indicator over here is the cost that involves in repairing or the downtime so apart from that is there anything else that you know is impacted uh, when when uh, a machine has being broken down basically right so uh, you know maintenance is a big ticket size in the uh, expenditure pie of any plant uh, it can be varying between somewhere around 30% to around 50% so maintenance around lubricating systems constitutes 30 to 50% of their expenditure of any maintenance department <clears throat> so that's certainly a majority of their expenditure and that's the reason why if we can convince them on how the maintenance costs can go down if you perform better lubrication practices if you implement all the ideas or consultancy tasks that we are proposing them then we can easily bring down these costs by around 50 to 70% so we are talking about a situation where your lubrication related costs are at a point of 30 40% and we are talking to save around 20% of that cost so if you want to talk in terms of numbers i'll give you an example from a power generating company so power generating companies spend around 20 crores per year per turbine okay and for maintenance now 40% of that goes for lubrication related concerns which brings a number of around 8 crores per turbine per year we are talking about saving around 4 crores per year per turbine so that's a huge number correct now considering the arithmetic out here we have around 1000 turbines working in our country so 4 crores per turbine 1000 turbines easily gives you a number of 4000 crores saving for the entire power generation sector of just india correct. just our country that's quite a quite an impressive perspective yeah. and start yeah. out there so right. so you can you can make a proportionate understanding of uh, all the equipment which are working in various steel plants cement plants and refineries and mining sector if you take them all together easily you would touch a number of somewhere around 4 billion us dollars correct so so one one thing that i like is that the product is industry agnostic it it, it does not limit to just one particular industry or 
just one set of machinery yeah. so yeah lubrication is quite quite uh, uh, a very good choice i would say basically to be in an, in a business right yeah. so yeah so now you know this these are the problems we we touched upon that you know um, are there in the industry that the industry is facing so how minimac is uh, helping to solve them right so one is you provide consultancy and other things so how how does the pricing also work if you can shed some light over there as well right so our business strategy starts from creating awareness because that is the first thing unless you know that there is a problem probably you would never make a purchase correct so that's the area where we are different from our competitors and peers because we create an awareness thereby we try to understand as a part of our consultancy which is mostly free of cost so as a part of our consultancy and our awareness program we get into the process of a customer we understand what are the costs they are spending and what can be saved for them in a realistic manner once we have that analysis available with us we proceed to offer our services or our products so whenever we offer our products it calls for some capital intensive expenditure now not all the plants or companies in india would be interested in capex because they have already built a plant and mostly in india the plants are built by bank loans by debts so you can't go ahead to your banks every year for capex approvals and to avail more loans so not a lot of companies are interested in doing a capex investment and that's the reason why we also have service arm where we can offer the same level of uh, activities through service division of our company where the customer does not have to spend any amount on the capital expenditure or capital equipment they just have to give you pay as you do the service so we have a two uh, two pronged strategy where we can offer equipment which the customer can buy use it by themselves and we also have our service arm where they don't have to buy anything it's like uh, in your software industry you have saas so in a similar fashion we have uh, in our industry pay as you go all right so you know i'm sure there uh, must have been a lot of changes uh, you know when the covid hit and you talked about that a little bit before as well yeah. now uh, how the industry has evolved over last couple of years and where do you see it in the next let's say 3 or 5 years maybe right so while covid was certainly bad it was as bad as nothing can be but at the same time it made the entire human race realize a lot of things as a uh, families we could understand values of family we got connected to our families as we speak right now you won't believe i am not in pune which is my karma bhumi but i am in ranchi which is my janma bhumi so that certainly gives a lot of time for you to spend time with family and things like that coming to the industry how the industries have evolved people have realized the value of cost incurred because during the pandemic there were situations where the productions were going down and at those are one has to reduce the costs also there were a lot of companies which had to be shut for certain while because of the lockdown and during that period preservation maintenance all these became very important for people so just because people have understood the industry people have understood the importance of savings uh, savings which will come out from uh, better maintenance practices savings of the asset life 
savings around the expenditure that they are doing without even thinking about how to save it. So those have come in after the pandemic. So I can say really uh, the pandemic was not a boon of course, but yes, it has uh, led to a lot of thought processes within families, within industries, within organizations, and per se the entire civilization. So yeah, it indeed has some lessons for each one of us. Yeah. So I believe, yes, and it will be fruitful in coming years as well. Those lessons that we had and will be there for us for a long, long time. Right. right. So yeah, that's about it. That's all I had to ask for today. And it was a lovely interaction with you. And I got to learn a lot of new things about the industry per se, because I personally am from IT background and I never had a, a very good understanding of mechanical part of things and how machines work. And it was quite an interesting discussion that we had today. Thanks a lot, Anshuman, for you know being here. I'm glad that you could understand and relate to our industry so well in such a short time.